You're listening to Wanye's World, presented by Oodle Noodle. This is a very, very special episode of Wanye's World. I don't know how many we are into it. Eight? Seven. Seven. Ah! Exactly. Doesn't matter, because this one is going to be the best one so far. You're excited. I've got a hell of a story. We're going to open with it. There'll be audio visual to follow. It's going to be fantastic. So who do we play before the Kraken? The New York Islanders. Islanders. Correct. So we're sitting there. We're down one nothing to the New York Islanders. I'm on Twitter manning my post. You know how I do during games. That's your job. Telling people to go fuck themselves and whatnot. I love it. Get a DM from a guy named Andrew Smith. Smith spelt like Ryan Smith. So already you got my undivided attention, (laughs) Andrew. And I think he listens to the show. And he says, hey, I was on eBay and I saw this thing for sale. You guys should buy it. And he links to an Oilers cup ring for sale on eBay. Oh. Oh. With like the authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. It comes with paperwork. It comes with everything. It's not a player ring. Oh, but it's a ring from the Stanley Cup that somebody in the organization had who then sold it. And then the guy that sold it or had it for sale had bought it. Do you think they do that still to this day? What do you mean? Give out different. I would assume that it's only gotten bigger and bigger as we go along. No, no. Yeah. But but like, so when team wins. Yeah. Ovechkin gets the same ring as guy sharpening skates yeah i think they both get a cup ring i think it's like prorated based on mm-hmm. ballerness but i think like people in the front office get rings yeah, yeah coaching no, that, staff yeah, get rings that. Yeah. i was just curious if they were all like the same ones or if there's like like the, we'll take the kevin Lowe uh quote from way back when there's tier one rings and tier two rings and tier three rings and tier four rings and so this era of this ring is interesting because i remember reading the gretzky biography that Peter Pocklington assigned the diamonds and the cup rings that year based on how important he felt you were to the team. Wow. And Gretzky found out that the trainers had been given fake cubic zirconia diamonds in their cup rings and went and gathered them up and had diamonds put in at his own cost. So that's in my mind as this guy sends me this listing. And he'd only probably DM'd us 10 minutes earlier. So I go and I look at this thing and I'm like, well, shit. If I was going to have a cup ring, I'd wish it was a player's, right? Like, yeah, I wish it was fucking yeah. Paul Coffee for some reason to just <laughs> yeah. sell me that big monstrosity, yeah, right? Vogling. But to my knowledge, I've never, ever, ever seen an Oilers cup ring for sale. I remember when Mr. Cates bought the team, right around that time, there was a story that somebody had sold all five rings to somebody for oh, like a trillion dollars. And everyone thing. assumed it was Cates, but it wasn't. Some non Daryl Cates fan. They right. assume Daryl sold or Daryl purchased. Bought, bought, bought. He ain't selling nothing. Well, that makes more no, sense. I was just curious. I'm like, come on. No, 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 no. So I DM this guy back. and I'm like, whose ring is this? What's going on? And then he DMs me like 20 minutes later. And he's like, oh, man, too bad. Somebody already bought it. No. So from the 35 minutes since he messaged us originally, maybe an hour tops, this thing had gone up for sale and he'd seen it almost immediately and it had already sold. Shut to up. me, motherfuckers. Oh, oh. yes, like no yes, indeed. I'm ready. So, so the first thing it came with is this super cool old appraisal. Well, uh, we're gonna have to keep the name off it. So, <laughs> well, why? we'll see why, Rick. If you want to just like oh. read, open it up and just cover the name. Just, I, I have to figure out why the person who had this sold it, and that includes if they got robbed. What name am I covering, by the way? On the front page, in the middle. See at oh. the top of there, there's a lady's name. 
Oh, I do, I do, I do, I do. I got. Oh, we're gonna know Spring Islands, but that's about it. <laughs> okay. So show that to Waz. Waz here. That's the official certificate. And that's an appraisal from 1991 Whoa. on Vancouver Island, affirming, confirming rather, this is indeed an Oilers Cup ring, 14 karat gold. The diamonds are real. So the diamonds are real the year everyone got fake diamonds. Huh. Right? So, so oh. this is ring number two. Comes in a nice little case, too. Is it better? Oh, oh gee. My lord. It feels like there's holiness in the room. It's very interesting. Yeah. It definitely has a it's not the new NBA Nuggets 2023 yeah. championship ring with 58 carat for the diamonds yeah, on and it. You can pull it off to the side and get like brass knuckles. Yeah, didn't the Vegas one open or something like that? Yeah. It's the 1984-85 cup ring. 1984 85. Yeah. yeah. So the number two. No way. Yeah. Oh. Check it out, Rick. Grab it off. It's really cool, man. So, first off, yeah, like you said, Wanye, it is small. Yeah. Compared to what you would assume. Oh, he put it on. Oh, it's like a pink here. Dude, that fits. It's the ring. That fits. And I have one of those fake ones, the 8384 one at home. I think someone gives them away. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Um, yeah, this is uh take a little look there. Oh well that oh I see the two cups. Cup number two. Well, it's the two years. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, I see. A, oh, you're right. Yeah, that's two what. Stanley cups here. Yeah, yeah. I thought so it was like it's the 84, 85 year. I thought oh, no, that's what the second cup. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is really interesting for a few reasons. Number one, a dream come true to own a yeah. cup ring. I don't care if it was assigned to a child <laughs> of an 84, 85 Euler. This is as close as I'm getting so far. And number two, I think it's good luck. You think so? Ooh. I don't know any other sports bloggers that got their hands on a championship ring. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're in cup vibes mode. We're not in decade of darkness vibes. This is why I kind of thought it'd be an interesting thing to buy. It's just yeah. like. It's pepper bust. It's good luck, man. Uh, well, is it is it not a bit of a coincidence that this stumbles upon you just after the season got back on the rails? So they were down one zero? nothing when that guy DM me. Yeah, they were down one nothing when I bought it. No. And literally, because I'm like arguing with eBay, they're like, "You don't have an account. You can't buy this." I'm on the horn of them. Phone call goes through. Credit card immediately calls. You're not supposed to spend this kind of money on shit. Shut up, jerks. Put it through, you fucks. <laughs> right? By the time I went through it all and it was in my possession, we were now up two one in the game. No way. And haven't lost. Yeah, well, I, I do Show think back. things turned in Seattle. Yeah. And uh, oh, Jesus Christ! Don't forget to fucking take me off the feed. <laughs> Fuck hell. A good, a good solid game in Seattle. A good solid game in, against the Islanders here. This obviously pops up into our hands midway. This is a destiny. It's a good think, omen. I think it's a good omen. Mm -hmm. It's a religious artifact for the nation. Those ring or but the it's, diamonds, eh? It, the first thing I think is it's small. Yeah, it's smaller small. than I expected. Yeah, to be but. When looking at the cup rings from that era, they're not like today's cup rings. God, no, 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 no. And it, yeah, it's definitely got like the, the thinner band on it. Or I think it's kind of neat that it's like quite not so blinged out. Yes, 100%. It, it, you, it's more wearable. The, the queen would wear it. Well, yeah. I mean, rest her soul. God bless her. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, like the rings now, they're, what are you wearing that to? 
the ESPYs? Like, what are, you, what are you wearing that? To? Well, you funny you say that. Oh, here we go. Because uh, on sometime this summer, I can't remember exactly what it was. We had a couple of the elks in, and uh, I was chatting with one of them. And big dudes, right? They have like massive hands, massive hands. And I look down, and this dude's got like a dinner plate on his finger. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what is this? Yeah. And it's his, uh, his chat. Yeah, no, it's it's, uh, it's Florida State. Oh, yeah, yeah. So his national championship ring, and he's just wearing it out on Thursday, Sunday, how Tuesday, whatever day it was. I don't understand how you can wear those because they are. I don't know so... why he brought it. Yeah, like I, don't, I, like I said, I don't remember who it was or whatever, how long he's here, or anything like that, but. In most cases, I assume these guys have houses or homes mm-hmm. or whatever in, in the U.S. And, okay, we're going to go up to Canada and play for a couple, you know, play for a couple months. Well, I know a couple of the Oilers have come up and with suits, PlayStation 5. That's pretty much it. And they yeah. live off everything. In the ho- so this dude is like, you know, I got to bring everything and I got to bring the bling. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, man, I respect that. Yeah. That thing would have been like a bracelet for me. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, it was huge. You, you know, Tyler's got them long knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Those two long say. knuckles, and that thing is still in there looking. How, how did Dave Smenko wear his rings? Yeah, he had some pretty big fists. Yeah, my Swole that would knuckles. it yeah. would probably be a ring for somewhere else for me. I think. Well, this is either a ring made for a concert pianist. Hold on a minute. With slender <laughs> long fingers, or a lady. <laughs> yeah, so gonna, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I so think I'm going to assume by looking at this that this is probably just yeah. knowing that everybody got different ones. Blah, 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 this is probably uh office lady of some sort. But now a new lady. mystery opens. Like the person on the geological report, I'm like, who the hell is this person? So I looked them up. It's an artist on Vancouver Island with like all these mentions of her um different showcases around the world and like exhibitions that she's done what i was like how did this lady get this so i don't know if i either a stumbled into some sort of dalliance <laughs> are you gonna reach out to this person and try and get some more information i think so and then she if she says like this was stolen from my house maybe returning a cup ring to a lady who had her cup ring stolen the there's Holy some sort shit. of gypsy shit going oh, on man like first of all i agree very much so so i to me in my head um Rexall needs to come down. Yeah. Ooh. It oh, needs wow. to come down. We've got to yeah. break down the dreams, eh? Yeah. Dude. Release the we ghosts. We love it. Okay, we love, love it. it. But love that's kind of like our thing outside of it. Nobody really gives two shits about it. Yankee Stadium. OG Yankee Stadium. This was like a church to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Way more than us. Yeah. They build their new one. That thing came down in seconds, man. They didn't give that thing. Two didn't have thoughts. to become the parking lot. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. They don't give two shits about that stuff. <laughs> no, no, they like built the old stadium in the, across the street, in the new yeah. parking lot. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they don't give they don't give two shits. No. So this needs to. It's come twenty down. million to bring the arena down, though, and they're like fighting over who's going to do that. Like, yeah, it's always interesting because people are saying how like, oh, they got to repurpose the arena, they got to use it somehow. You can't just take it down. But there's reasons why they have to take it. You you mentioned like asbestos is an issue. Like I don't know, they had asbestos in that baby. I think. Oh yeah, Zach Lang and I went in on closing day. Yeah, like the final media availability, and I thought too, like shit, a coat of paint, and this thing's in back up and running. <laughs> yeah. It is not back up and running. There was like standing piles of water everywhere, Black and like there was some fucked walls. up shit. Yeah, going no. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I'm a cup champion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you okay. go. You know what? Jerome McGinley, no cup ring. Zero. Shit. Rick DiPietro, <laughs> no cup ring. Joel Thornton, no cup ring. <laughs> Wanye, one cup ring made for a woman 40 years ago, damn near. 
Yeah, and you got thicker fingers, though, so that's not going to fit on nothing. It's not going to fit on nothing. But. Kanye Jr.? Uh, oh, yeah, he has delicate, delicate little fingers. He could probably wear that thing. Where does a toe ring? Fuck it. I'm going to wear it, though. I think I'm going to get a display case for it here at work. It's a good idea. Oh. So I don't. Do you going to put this display case like in the middle of the room? Have a bolt glass? it to the floor. So if some <laughs> asshole tries to rob us, this thing like a shotgun pops well, up. It's like that egg. It's like that egg in uh, Ocean's Fabergé Ocean's egg. Uh, yeah, Ocean's it's just in the middle. You go watch, and so I think we put it in a display case with the papers. So every asshole, it's like that's not what they look like. It's not real. It is real, and I have a bloody twenty-three-year-old gem report to say so. <laughs> it's your one ring. Yeah. Wow, it's precious. Careful. It is precious. And then in nights where we need it, I'm gonna bring it. Ooh. I would like to like get the ring. I'll I would say like further information on for what you figure that nights we're gonna need it. Game seven of a Stanley Cup fucking playoff series. It's life or death. Okay, uh, let's just say that's the situation. What are you gonna do with the ring? Bring it and and what? Like, wear it on my pinky. Wear you, it around my neck. Are you going to the game? What, yeah. What happens to the games on the road? You go. Wear it while I'm at home. Where? Okay, I'm just curious. I'm just gonna have when we need it. It's there. Do we have a cup ring we can bring into the situation? Heretofore, the answer has been no. Now we have an option. How many media companies have a cup ring? I don't think a right? As a collectible, I've watched hundreds of episodes of Pawn Stars. It's even rarer to have a ring like this because if they made 23 for roster players, there's not That's a lot of called, these kicking. Uh, let's call it 45 or year. rings. And there's, year. Five, so there's 200 and some odd rings so I total. The, I like Rod Phillips. I think he was getting yeah. them and so stuff like that. Rod Phillips also has a banner. Yeah, this is true. I don't. Yeah. Yet. Oh. <laughs> hey, yo. All I need to do is sell out eight yes. shows back to 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 back. I didn't do anything. They gave me a store window. That is true. <laughs> yeah. No, you you get belligerent. Games. You know. Well, that's fair. That's yeah. Very fair. If the Jonas Brothers had time to do more shows, they would here, and they they'd get a banner. They should get a banner based on last night. <laughs> did they? Wait, 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 wait. Did they not leave during the game? They did, but they had Jonas Brothers shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What? Yes. They're going to Winnipeg. No. Yeah, but maybe no, there was not. like a sound check or they yeah. were so inspired they There's wrote a new album. Sound check the next day. It's you easy. don't know the Jonas Brothers ins and outs. I'm pretty sure that's the way it goes. Maybe All the Jonas mother is- made them go to bed. Yeah. That could be. It's All a pretty I know easy is the game to flipped Winnipeg. once they left. And yeah. Did it? So, not, like, I have no idea. I just saw a tweet. Um, they left when it's 3 1. Oh, do you want to know where they went? Because somebody on this podcast knows for sure. Winterpeg. Nope. Oh, the bus Go ahead, out. Brett. They may or may not have uh, booked a couple of uh, tables, roulette and blackjack tables at the River Creek. Oh, oh. Roulette and blackjack tables. Well, I now I don't know if I have even more of an issue with this. <laughs> they were in a building with tables. Yeah, but they couldn't go to that casino at the one in the corner and be left alone. So they needed they like a private. So this, so this casino was built knowing full well you're going to have like celebrities in, around, in and around that area, at least hopeful. And they didn't set up a situation where they could have a private table. If you have a Who VIP room place? in an Edmonton casino, you will go out of business because <laughs> Other than the Jonas Brothers and that time Urkel showed up, to there haven't been any celebrities. No, no, no. You have that thing open all the time, but you have like the collapsible wall. You can I around see. it. That casino is a bit of a shit show. It's not a very well designed. Yeah, no, casino. No. I ran into Brett that one night. It was like a, yeah. a 2 p.m. on an afternoon. The Nashville game. Yeah, it was just packed in there and it, I could barely get a beer. It, I literally waited 20 minutes for a beer. I, I didn't and wait. then she double charged both of us for the beer. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? It was awful. Yeah. 
Okay. I've always said they should shut that thing down, build a sports book, and then just learn how to count all your money. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Also, I would like two store building, two store windows. If that's what they I was going to say, what more do you want from these people? I've already made the one store, the Rick store. <laughs> I'm, hey, listen, I'm, I'm helping them make some money here. Can they have sports books now? Baby? I don't think so. Mm, that would make sense. But that would be really cool still. Dude, could you imagine a sports book in there? Ah, you could feel like OEG could probably pull something off there. Knowing OEG, they would. Yeah, they, they should. They, if there's a way to make money, they will find a way. Yeah. Well, they haven't <laughs> yet. Shoes? I mean, did you buy a pair of shoes? This is a brain full yeah, of a lot yeah, of useless yeah. knowledge, and sometimes nuggets come out well, you might, useful nuggets. If, if you, the Jonas Brothers weren't thrilled with Edmonton walking down Jasper Avenue, as I heard they did as a trio, like imagine walking down Jasper Avenue and be like, <laughs> Is that the all three Jonas Brothers? And all you hear is they walk past. Is that went to the? <laughs> so like uh, me and yesterday because there was like one guy with with, uh, with them. And he had long hair. And he's like the Jonas brother. Yeah, the fourth brother. Who are the other people in there? I think it was just like a group here. So they're like, this place sucks. And they're like, we'll go to River Creek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This will be awesome. <laughs> then they went over to the the Q Cigar Lounge. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know the River Creek's got a buffet. They do. Yeah, yeah, they, that's the thing, though. Like the River Cree is not exactly like an awful casino. It's my co- my cousin got place. banned from there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's more the venue being a tent that bothers me because everyone comes to town, performs in the venue, and makes fun of the tent. Yeah. Is it still like that? Yeah. yeah. Ice Cube's coming to play in the tent. Yes. Oh, Ice so. Cube, you're better than the tent. But he yeah. performed at Katie's a couple of years ago. Maybe he's not. So maybe I'm thinking of old Ice Cube. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, rappers, I was oh. keeping this under wraps because uh, I want to bring this up to you. On <gasps> did you hear? There's a uh, new album coming out from a certain rapper tonight. Tonight, Andre three thousand. Not Andre three thousand. Oh, Drake. But that is who? Drake. Wait, Another what? Drake album. Three what? hours. Of I heard. Something so, I heard he was dropping yeah. something. What? Why? Why? I don't know. But he dropped like this teaser video this morning oh my god i hope it's better than is for all the dogs last album didn't do too hot uh, the probably. last album came out like last week yeah, did it not? <laughs> he did a deal with universal records they haven't put a lot of press on it but apparently it's the largest record deal for like a non-singer ever and he has to keep pumping these albums out man yes uh, well, this is his fifth that. album since 2020 or fourth scary hours three tonight midnight eastern so oh. 10 o'clock i believe it when i, I was watching it. something last night it was like 50 cents that he almost signed with universal oh really but then he went with shady records or something i'm a big universal guy yeah you are i love universal i, I just like universal studios that's a fun place that's mostly same as universal records same company yeah i believe yeah. so yeah new drake album hot dog Cup champion hot andre, dog andre 3000 yes yeah. that's good it has to be. Yeah. I saw an interview with him and Rick Rubin, though, and he's just like, I have anxiety and I don't really feel like being creative. And Rick Rubin's like, this interview is over. I cannot help you. <laughs> yeah. There's guys that, that peg him as one of the best rappers of all time. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. got into a, a dispute with a record label outcast and they've never been able to make an album together. Yeah. And he wasn't allowed to do solo work. I think yeah. you said that on this on the show. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> that was before I was a cup champion. <laughs> also, for those interested, Buster Rhymes has an album coming out next Thursday. Ooh. That's that's about as warranted of a reaction. Buster Rhymes for the old guys. <laughs> it's produced by Swiss Beats and by. Oh. I didn't dip into that. Timberland. Yeah, he's, yeah, Timberland's got Buster's a. They it. joint produced it. Oh, wow. okay. oh no, sorry, Pharrell, Pharrell and Swiss Beats. It's Pharrell and Swiss Beats, it. not Timberland. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. I don't. I don't know. We were talking about this earlier, Brett. Like, like should Jay Z have another album and shit like that? And like, 
older person rap is an interesting thing. Yeah. Because you can't rap about what you rapped about when you were 25. This is like the valid <laughs> criticism of Drake. Is Biggie, it, Biggie said that, though. He isn't evolving. He's still rapping like he's 25 years old for 25-year-olds. Biggie said that on his second album. He said, I can't do what I did in the first one. Did he? I don't live like that anymore. He got yeah. capped at 26. Yeah. yeah, he can't start talking about luxury tax and shit. <laughs> 50 Cent's one called really it. Good if you're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, country club rap. And he called the 444 album. He's like, I don't like it. It's country club rap. I don't want to hear rich people rapping about being rat rich. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it depends on what Buster Rhymes is going to talk about. If he's mm. talking about like buying a condo and this blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know if people are going to really give it good shit. Yeah. Whereas if it's creative, like I have no doubt that an Andre 3000 album would be great. I hope it is. I mean, with it being his debut album. And That's how so crazy. It's yeah. his debut album. It man. has to be good. Mm. It has to be good because I mean, it's not like I don't assume that th these are going to be songs he just writ or wrote in the last five months. No, he may sit on a lot of jazz. 100%. So I think I do think it'll be good. It might take some people time though because I, I think yeah, a lot he's, been of out people, of the, he's been out of the loop for so long. Uh, like, yeah. Dude. And I think a lot of people have to come back around to the idea of Andre 3000. Like he's very. He's different from like the little babies. And all, be honest, yeah, it's gonna sound are, a lot different. Never listen to him. They had a double album called Speaker Box The Love <laughs> Below. Sorry. And it was hot heard fire. Of the name. You've heard of the name Andre just, 3000. Just never listen to him. Download you, the Speaker Box I, I Love will, Below double album though. And, and give it a listen. shot. I'll give it a listen. Have you heard Hey Ya? Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. Never Jesus mind. Christ All right. I knew he was an older You're rapper. You're 27 today. I know, I'm 27. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Thank yeah. you so much. Well done, My was. debut uh, on the Wanya's World podcast. Yeah, well. The day I became guess. a cup champion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been on a podcast, too, honestly. Yeah. It's, I used to do a soccer Sorry. podcast every week, and now... <laughs> True. We ran out of time for his segment last week. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, no, they're waiting for us. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, oh, on, no, this is on O&R. Uh, oh. oh. yeah. It was funny because I heard my name. It's like, oh, Tom Brown was a signature segment, and they talk about Seattle for 15 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> I, I got to go to the Jonas Brothers concert. Let's go. <laughs> and then, then Bag Milk's like, hey, sorry. sorry. I'm like, fuck. Run out of time. I've been watching your your late show, though. Originally, Chell with Waz. Yes. Now we're calling it just Late Night Late night with Waz because I, I was playing shell for a little bit and then I just kind of got a little bored of it because it, it, it runs its course for what a else bit. What's he playing? That's it. I should probably play. What I, are you doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. So you're having a late night with Waz. Yeah. What, what can one person expect to see from this? Honestly, it's just fair. talking with people, talking hockey, and just I'm on the Oilers Nation website. I just got it there and we're talking. That's how streamers do things nowadays, right, Brett? Like, <laughs> like me. I stream streamers nowadays just react to videos and shit and talk with their chat. I like it, it though, because it feels yeah. to me like what you would be looking at if you weren't on camera. You're looking like at Oilers stats yeah. and clips and shit, but there's like people that you're referring to in the chat yes. i don't know it's just got a nice vibe to it man. Then, i do enjoy it like i'll i'll refer to the website i'll have it in front of me and i'll just like go to oilersnation.com go listen to wine's world you know it's like it's did i don't you know say that? pushing the agenda i like it did you say oh that? i pushed the oh agenda hardcore Atta boy so yeah. and you wear nation gear a lot of, yeah, of course i do we got to get bordado wearing nation yeah. gear he's always trying to yeah. appear in these streams wearing his street clothes yeah this ain't about what you wear homeboy he's, he's wearing, this is about oh, what's yeah. for sale he's wearing stuff from his buddies yeah you better be well the hat i can dig but he wears like normal people clothes yeah, yeah. yeah. what do you mean yeah. i can't be buying yeah. that i like to go like five seven eight years into the closet to bring out new gear or bring out old gear like what you're wearning today yeah like today's it's hoodie. still in immaculate shape too yeah yeah I respect oh, that. Awesome. Are the, the laces supposed to be eggshell white? Oh, uh, that's probably just from time. Yeah. I think an old <laughs> coworker of mine had the white one where it was like white and black, I think. 
white and black. Yeah. Well, City of Champions would have been white. That might have been actually. We got to bring those back. That was. I yeah, would I love. Agree. Actually, I think I saw somebody. Somebody at the, the golf tournament said, "Can you bring back the City of Champions hats?" I'm like, "I'll talk to the people behind that. <laughs> I'll talk to my people." Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't hear. I have a 1984-85 cup ring plugging one of my ears. <laughs> right. The other ear, I can hear you fine out of. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. Great quote, by the way. Oh, Patrick Walk quote. Yeah, that's what I was thinking there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was what yeah. he referenced. Yeah. I'm one half the champion, Patrick Wyatt. That's true. <laughs> Isn't that ring for a girl, Wanye? You shut your mouth. All right. Paul Coppy would wear it. That's so, that is so close to me mm-hmm. winning a cup on the ice. What is that the the year? Of we the don't know which one he's wearing. Got, he's uh, only got three Oiler rings. He's got 84, 85. And that was right like after this closed. He was flexing the big diamond. And I was like, not there yet, Paul. Well, what do you what do you think about that? I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I think it's great. I think yeah. that if he's not reminding everyone he's a champion, he's not doing his job. Uh, I mentioned this on Twitter. I, I just like the aura of Paul Coffey. He's got a nice aura to him. Well, I mean, what did your mentions look like after that? Hit or miss. A lot of it people, really, a lot of people agree with me. And then some, there's a lot of somebody brought up some sort of like racial slur. He apparently once said, I'm "Like I don't want to touch that." With the <laughs> <laughs> Smart, yeah. Left turn there's left. A hate for those, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of hate for for that generation. Of course, there is. There, I think it really shows, like especially with the cup ring, guys like Deharnay, guys like Darnell. Honestly, all up and down that lineup, especially on that decor, seeing somebody with a ring. Fuck, this guy knows how to win a ring. It's me against the glass, like trying to jam a woman's ring. Gentlemen. That's not the gender specific ring for you. (laughs) Shut up, you pricks. I got one. You You got nothing. At least I got this. I swallow it and leave crying. Go get your dinner plate on your finger, buddy. (laughs) I hold up my report. It's real. How'd you get that into the arena? <laughs> I yeah. rolled it up around my pant leg. <laughs> yeah. Sir, you have a cup ring. Here's your executive suite. They, they should. <laughs> Just give you the entire loge level yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Or the sports in. net. Scan it like a retina scan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sir, would you like to meet the Jonas Brothers? <gasps> <laughs> cup ring. You are now free. It just unlocks a different level of like. I can't things. believe they missed the comeback. Yeah, that's oh, sad. Yeah, In my yeah, mind, yeah, they were yeah. there cheering us on. I got, home, I got or I was watching the rewatching the game this morning because it was like it was preceding on. something. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was just listening to that crowd again, how electric it was. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen the Oilers crowd like that in a very long time. Oh, yeah. This year has been this year has been uh, upsetting, as depressing. Far, as far as, as been, I know, it's been, yeah, it's been a, it's been a tough go to start it off. Yeah. As far as I know, the season started like two days ago. But we shook it off. No, 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 you can't. Like, I understand where you're coming from, but we gotta we gotta remember that the bad helps make us into the good. As a cup champion, I can tell you, I've See? learned more from the years I didn't win the cup. See, yeah. than the year I did win the cup, well, which well, is this year. What the Oilers should have learned a lot in the last 15, 20 years. That's gonna be the ultimately the most frustrating thing about being a professional athlete, though, is that even if you do all your work. Even if you do all your practices and you get the right agent and you're in the show and blah, 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 still a very slim chance you're going to win shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Joe Thornton's a great example, right? Like, the guy put up 1,500 points or something and didn't win shit. Daniel Alfredson. That's another one. And Dude, yet I have a ring and they don't. Ginla, whatever his name is from down oh, the road. Oh, Tidge. Yeah. The, the Tidge's yeah, dad. Down the road, yeah. like St. Albert. Give him some time. Give him some yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the greatest defensemen of all time. Paul Coffey? If he did not leave his whole team forever to go to that Stanley Cup winning team in Colorado, Ray Bork would not have anything. And yet Phil Kessel has three cup rings. 
Ovechkin almost didn't would not have a cup at this point if it wasn't just for that miraculous run they had, like or that miraculous save that Braden had. <laughs> yeah, like the Washington Capitals second round exit after a second round exit, just depressing. It was <laughs> against Vegas too. Yeah, and um, but Paul Coffey, what do you think he said to Cody Cece on the bench? I don't know if Cody Cece was just like in the moment looking intense because sports are hard, but he didn't seem to be quite enthused. No, because the same thing happened last night against Seattle. He was saying something to him after a shift, and he's just deadpan. Just, <laughs> but like a lot That's of players, though, to be fair, game. when you watch the coach, I always think all oh, that player hates the coach or some yeah. shit. But they're just in the moment. You yeah, just got 100%. off the ice. You're dead yeah, tired. You're not tired. Tired. You're fucking you're, you're trying to process what's happening. Yeah, yeah you're just listening. I mean, yeah. this guy knows what he's talking about. This guy. Also, was not just like a always great defenseman, right? He was one of the greatest offensive defensemen yeah, of all yeah. time. But he understands what it's like to make defensive mistakes. He understands what it's like to be. Oh, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Robin Brown. He said, or one of the older one of the older reporters said, Brown? they used to call him uh, Paul Coffee Up the puck because he used to give the puck away. <laughs> these oh, are, really? That's oh, very these are things. These are things that this team needs to learn how to handle mentally. Because it's going to happen in this city. This city is not nice to them when they're not playing well. If you start making mistakes, you're going to know about it. And there's no turning around. This this world is social media now. Yeah, no. Yeah. So These guys, everywhere they look, they're going to see it. Interesting you bring that up because I was on Facebook and somebody made an interesting comment about this. I remember listening to the John Shorts radio program in the 1980s. There were lots of uh, calls complaining about coffee and wanting to get rid of him back then, apparently, before they won the cup. Mm. And the one and only call I have ever made to the phone and show was to John Short defending coffee after hearing several complaints. If social media had been around in the 80s, coffee might have been run out of town. And I think we're seeing something with Evan Bouchard right now. And I think Evan Bouchard, in turn, will benefit from a guy like Paul Coffey. I think he's perfect. Defenseman. They all will. Fits yeah. like a glove. Oh, no, for sure. But I, I mean, a player like Evan Bouchard, yep. who has uh, similar qualities, not exactly the strongest speed, in his own end, can move the puck very well, a very decent skater, and will obviously produce points, learning from the exact same prototype as he is. But so. Brad, he can't defend. Well, neither. Uh, that's exactly what I just said. Do you know, but have, he can't defend. Did you not have three assists last <laughs> night? Paul Coffey? Yeah. 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 If you, even though they didn't have social media back then, if you somehow go into the Wayback Machine and look, Paul Coffey left town under a cloud of rumor and mm. innuendo that he was a bad boy and was shipped out of town by Glenn Sather. For dalliances, I won't say whom's because I don't know how we get sued now. We're owned <laughs> by Danish people. But yeah, uh, let's just say the rumor was that he was way too good to have been traded. And he was yeah. traded to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yeah. And he won a cup there. Because he was a bad boy. Two. Two. Oh, shit. Yeah. Back to back. It, it is wild how like that. Let the court show. He made the finger in the hole move. Have, indicating have, sex. I would like the record to show. <laughs> They did have con- contract issues back then as well. And then him and Glenn Sather did not get we should, uh We should get pa- uh, Paul Coffey on Wanya's World. Paul Coffey on Wanya's World? Yeah, He'll be like, do you want to look at my lady's cup ring from the 8485? <laughs> He'll be like, look, I have these in men edition. I'll say, good for fucking he, you. He liked our post the day before he was hired. Yeah. It was very interesting. I saw him like, Paul Coffey, lay, it's official. And like, wasn't that- Does that mean he saw my Pointer Sisters meme I made later on about Sorry. him talking to Cody <laughs> Cece? No, like, listen, that was funny. That was good. I- like, what 80s band is obscure enough people will have to look I them lo- up? I love that. Uh, oh, no. Was that not that uh, video that you made? Was that not like Jay Woodcroft? 
No, it was actually something else. I don't know if you saw it. It was like a motivational video, like message for the empty noise. This is who you are. It was like motivational quotes oh, from McGregor yeah. and Mike Tyson. The music just flowed well and people oh. were hyped up. Aaron said he watched it like 500 times. It hypes you up. Go watch it if you have time. It's Which amazing. Video? Uh, it's on the Oilers Nation Instagram. So it's like the day before uh, Woodcroft got fired. Yeah, I don't know if you ever Ooh, heard of Oilers Nation. I was drinking in Seattle. That's probably why. Yeah, you might, that's why. But I, I even said to like to bag him up, look, Paul Coffey liked the post. He's like, that's amazing. And I reminded him two days later. And he's like, oh, I was. I probably forgot I was drinking so much. Yeah, uh, so right. how was Seattle? Seattle was a fantastic time. We've never had a bad time on these trips. And we had a little bit of a plane delays on the way out there. Oh, really? Yeah. I think here probably took about 45 minutes to take off. Why? Um, we expect, uh, yeah, who knows? Um, no. And then we had a couple of delays in Vancouver. So by the time we got to our hotel in Seattle, uh, I think it was quarter after one or something did like that. Did you go on the Toronto trip then? I did not go on the so Toronto trip. So that means you are now 3-0 and in the uh, three last Fade Nation vacations. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There should be a Vegas and Nashville and a Seattle yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. two hat-tricks. Uh, well, you scored a hat-trick in Nashville. Yeah, and then then you tripped me for not throwing my cowboy hat. As you should, yeah, no, as I should have. Yeah. And now I have it in my closet. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's three back to back to back hat tricks because there was one in the Vegas one too. Was there actually? Yes. Hold on, the three last nation vacations had hat tricks at them. Uh, I think Toronto haps, happens in there, so no. But my last three, so minus the Toronto one, anything Who scored on the playoffs? a hat trick in Vegas. Oh wait, I think it might have been Leon again. Of course. So yeah, we were in Vegas. Whenever the hell we were in Vegas, that was a hat trick there. There was a hat trick in Nashville, of it, and then there was a mm-hmm. so nation vacation. Someone gets a hat trick, or your money back. <laughs> Careful, that's the deal. Well, that sounds Maddie like somebody. That. That no, nope, like, it's the deal. That sounds like say one you sent you. Very out there and jumping anymore. <laughs> I think like three different players scored hat trick against the Oilers in October. So far this month, we already have two hat tricks for the mm. Oilers. So it's wait, well, something's happening. There's something in the water. <laughs> oh, man, let's. Do you see are, that? All the way back, baby. Did yeah. you see that Evander Kane has nine career hat tricks now? Seven regular season, two playoffs, nine career hat tricks. Six of them are in Edmonton, really? and he's been here for like twelve minutes. How many oh. assisted by Connor? Same with Zach Hyman. Doesn't he have three hat tricks now? Yeah, he had yeah. all two. Year. He'd never had a single one before he got here. Yeah, but it's good to see that top six really scoring. Six hat tricks as an Oiler. Yeah, crazy, eh? Yeah, I know, remember. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. He had one too in that playoffs where he tossed up the seven. Oh, yeah. 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 That was cool. Those are good that days. He scored a nice goal against Colorado that one game in the regular season. Yeah. And then he blew out Nazem Kadri's thumb. Mm-hmm. And everybody, thumb. Yeah. Yeah. He had to have thumb surgery, even though he railed him from hot. Well, careful. <laughs> 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 hey, that hurt your thumb? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <depends>. <laughs> A lot of ways there. We're all going to jail. I'll bring my ring. <laughs> it's got to be worth a couple of packs of cigarettes. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> well, Suge Knight's making a podcast in jail, right? I don't understand how and, this is possible. Agitated, I think. I don't know. You're not allowed to make money in jail. It's one of the fundamental rules about jail. And that Suge Knight is doing a podcast uh, from jail. Yeah, I know. A bunch of felons are going to follow the law. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like right in the law's lap. Like the guards like, are yeah, like, yeah. good podcast, Shug. He's like, yeah. They're just bringing him as residual checks. Do you see that he fainted in the courtroom too? I think though that Shug has some like fairly severe health problems Probably. that yes. are not being helped in prison. Like yeah. he's not getting medical care. They said it was, uh, I believe, blood clots in the lung, <laughs> and he's like diabetic. Not he not dead. Well, good question. Well, he dodged bullets. <laughs> He just put his his uh, seat down when he was driving Tupac. I yeah. saw a uh, podcast the other day with like a hip hop lawyer who weighs in on all the different mm. cases and shit. 
this is what I do for fun. And he said, he's like, I think that they are going to bring charges against Puff Daddy. Wow. Okay, so you, there's, be, oh, no, wow. That's, there's two different things there, right? You can bring the charges, but are they going to stick? Wow, Puffy's going to get every lawyer. And remember when they tried to get him and J-Lo and he got arrested on Valentine's Day? Yep. I remember. For what? Uh, shooting in a nightclub. That's why Shine, that rapper, went to jail, got out, and became like the president of Dominican Republic or some oh, wow. shit. <laughs> he did. Shine's like a sitting politician. What? Serious? Because he took the rap, right? Yeah, he, he took like... the rap for Puff, went to jail for like years and years on end, got out, got deported back to wherever he's from, and then became a politician. So, did he, like, do you think he rose to the top because of his stardom? Or do you think, like, did, did Puff, was Puffy making some fucking phone calls here? Oh, he's from Belize. Like... I don't think Puffy has the. Choose to get somebody. someone elected in Belize. Uh, That's, you know, you can hook them up with a couple of free cases of Ciroc. Well, maybe. this Keefy D guy <laughs> hates Puff Daddy and says that he didn't pay him. So what may end up saving Puff is he didn't pay him. He didn't pay him. So it's just rumor. Oh, let that oh, be a lesson yeah, to everybody yeah. out there. Murder for hire. Get if you first. don't pay, yeah. you're immune. Yeah. Cash first. That's right. Well, now, now, you're, now you're recommending for the murderer. Well, listen, I don't know who's listening. Yeah. You gave one side. You have the other side. Fair. Uh, what, cover everybody are they gonna send collections after your ass that's true yeah. but if you well, i hired this hitman to kill my wife and uh if you fuck with a hitman he will probably wipe you out <laughs> yeah true if he can find you you're not scared he'll kill people for money he'll kill you do you ever you... watch the other guys Speaking yeah yeah it's a good movie murder. will ferrell has no oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was not the movie oh. i was thinking of the one <laughs> and mark was, Wahlberg. yeah yeah, yeah. that Great. was not the one i was thinking of the one the, uh, the nice guys the nice guys the one with uh russell crowe and uh will ferrell russell no, crowe oh no uh i've not seen this i've, oh, I've seen it like on tv and stuff yeah yeah and, and ryan gosling i assume it's the comedy one and it's not well, i get upset well, so i think russell crowe i think gladiator yeah they're making gladiator too did you know that with Russell, yeah, I think I think he's coming back. Pedro like Pascal's in it. Old senator, that's yeah. cool. What, were we, what about him though? Uh, no, it was uh because it, it reminds me of uh, their like hitmen, their hired PI. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find a uh, saucy star, a spicy star. Oh, and uh, it's it's a really funny movie. I think it's one Did of those classics. That ever hear about the story of how uh, Suge Knight had a hit on Eminem and tried to get him killed? Really? In the early 2000s? Didn't Eminem like come outside at the In the Club video and like challenge Suge Knight to a fight or something? <laughs> I think he told him to fuck off or something. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Like, so the hit was after that? I, I don't I don't exactly remember. It was like on a he was on a flight to Hawaii and his bodyguard had a whole story about it. Like he knew that they were coming after Eminem and just somehow they dodged a bullet or something. Like it's it's very interesting. Literally dodged it like no, 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 dodged no, no. like they avoided him getting like curved it like Angelina his bodyguard Julie. made sure yeah. nothing happened. Was so but this is back like early two thousands, obviously, when Eminem was on you know, the drugs. I saw an interview, the drugs. I saw an interview with Tony Yeo, and he was saying that when he was in the in the club video, he's dancing like this. Yeah. It's because he was on probation. Like sorry, no, no, he wasn't even on probation. He was on the run from the law. Oh, so Tony Ao is like did bad shit. <laughs> the crew's blowing up. He went on tour using his brother's passport. No, yeah, the nineties. No one knew what the fuck was going on, right? <laughs> and he's in the video, and he's like, "Oh my, I'm gonna get in shit because I'm like running from the law." So he danced like this so that people couldn't see his face, and then John Cena yeah. copied it. Yeah, and it's you can't see me. So then, but he was talking about how at that shoot, Suge Knight showed up thugging, and Eminem's like, I'm not taking this shit, and went outside. They were like, Eminem was the only guy not scared of Suge Knight. Then you mentioned the drugs, and that probably explains the the lack of a death wish. 
That's what Eminem was great, though. Like, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. Purple Hills, you gotta get back on them drugs. <laughs> yeah, Valium, he was big into Valium. Sober oh, Eminem, not a good rapper. We want Encore. <laughs> Encore, that's, that album's fucked. Like, man. I'm happy for him he's sober, but as a fan of, like, listening, yeah. I don't like the new stuff. Like the man is wearing the Eminem. a couple good ones. But just fast rapping. Personally, I liked Recovery. I thought that was a nice album. And everything else is just up from your, you know. What's the one with uh, Rihanna? That's Love the Way You Lie. Yeah, yeah. What album is that from? Uh, Recovery. It is. Yeah, yeah. I like that now, one. That one also had No Love with Lil Wayne. Which That's a great track. So Recovery had some hits, and then it just progressively kind of got worse. But I think Eminem nowadays, he's more to just making music. He doesn't really care about hits. He just wants to rap and make music. And- like fake rap. Well, who was his beef? Machine Gun Kelly. It was also yeah. stupid. I got, well, Kill Shot was good in my opinion. Yeah, I, I was a kill shot. That was dude. He took the guy from like trying to be a thug rapper. He, <laughs> he's a punk yeah, rock now he's star just, now. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah I don't know then he got with Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then and they all win. Eminem <laughs> didn't get with Megan Fox. Machine <laughs> Gun Kelly met Connor too. Machine, oh, I remember that at the All Star game. Oh, yeah. That's one of the best photos of Connor at all time. There's him with the couple at the airport and they're hugging him and he looks awkward. Yes. And yeah. then there's him with the same awkward face, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> my uh my uncle sang the anthem at an all-star game as well. Ooh. Reference. Ooh. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's- did he have a singing career? Uh he has done Broadway and oh, okay. has done all that. So. Did he I'm gonna assume the the answer is no. But uh, he he did not mess up the anthem, kind of like somebody did the other evening. <laughs> no, he did not. Yeah. I could see him hitting all his marks and being a pro. Yeah. 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 And I got a signed uh, program from all the players. Did you go? No, no, no. I was watching. I, I didn't actually know at the time. Oh. So then my parents, they made me watch it. And when it was going on, I was like, oh, look at you. So sorry to bring it up. I found the story about Eminem, Suge Knight. And yeah. apparently what happened was... Uh, Suge Knight apparently showed up to the video of uh, in the club. Yep, with a bunch of Mexican friends. Yes, uh, right. I think Careful. Car- Tar- colleagues. Yeah, yeah and colleagues. <laughs> and basically, Eminem looked at them. He said, "I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just, just I don't give a fuck while you're here. Get the fuck out of here." Nice. So it was a perky fell out of his ear. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, heavy into purple pills, like in my son of the bullies. You bark back at them, mm-hmm. and you just hope the hell they don't smack so. you. Suge Knight, though, is, like, legitimately a psychopath. Yeah, he was terrible. Oh, I remember watching the uh, the Defiant Ones documentary, Dr. Dre, and he would talk about, like, how what Suge Knight would do these rappers behind, you know, after, and it's like, if you're not selling records, you're getting your ass whipped. Yeah. Oh, careful. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Did you not see in, um, uh, what's that movie called? Compton. Yeah, Compton. yeah, yes, that's a, what's that movie called now? Straight out of Compton. Straight yeah. out of Compton. I was gonna say Maiden Compton. Well, he's got the naked Compton. guy. He's like hitting him yeah. with a belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. And like, dude, parks in his parking stall. And was, oh, he would, yeah, he would torture, he essentially torture yeah. people until he made music. Good yeah. music. It's they say that like Puff Daddy was the Suge Knight that was able to keep it together. Yeah, a hundred. Right, well, Suge was just like a yeah. little too far over the gangster line where he would do wild shit, yeah. right, and then get clapped. Well, that's what I was saying too in one of our earlier episodes is that Suge or uh, Puff Daddy is just the East Coast Suge Knight. Yeah, yeah. But he was able to keep the business exactly. side of yeah, it. He, he knew how to kind of. Yeah, he ran the business the way it's a, a business is supposed to be ran, where Suge is like, do it my way mm-hmm. and only my way, and didn't work out so well for him. Yeah. What a, what this podcast time. is weird though. I listen to it. It's called like "Let's Get This Straight" or something like mm-hmm. that, or like "Let's Set the Record." And he's just spazzing, sure. spazzing about shit. Sure, sure. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Tupac movie biopic? 
came out a few years ago, did not do well. Uh, the, All eyes on me. by the quiets. Yeah, was that though? Like the. Well, no. Did they ever make a movie? Because they, they did. They straight made out that of Compton, show. And they're like, "Hey, listen, we're gonna do one with Snoop oh, and uh, yeah. and do they, Tupac." And I don't think they ever dropped that one. They tried to replicate that with Tupac, and it just didn't hit. Yeah. So, I, I always thought they were gonna make another uh, sequel to Eight Mile. I think they thought about it honestly. Well, it did so well. I think I heard recently they were thinking, "Yeah, hey, maybe TV we should show. do." Maybe I don't. Were they gonna turn it into a TV show? Maybe. Were they? I think yeah. there was rumors. There was definitely rumors. I think they should have a crossover with uh, The Walking Dead. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Eight Mile Walking Dead. So it's a rap in zombies. That if we're doing Walking Dead crossovers, like it'd be awesome to have them like eat a bunch of soap opera stars and shit. Or, like <laughs> yeah, shows you don't like, eh? Yeah. Right in the middle of a Days of Our Lives <laughs> yeah. scene, a zombie comes through the window. <laughs> My Aunt Helen's funeral's been ruined, and then zombies are eating them. And then Norman Reedus comes out of nowhere and shoots a crossbow. Unbelievable! Yeah, yeah. Best episode okay. of Young and the Restless ever. <laughs> Victor. All I remember. Uh, yes, yeah. Victor Kiriakis. My maybe? mom walked into him coming out of the bathroom at LAX once. Unbelievable! I swear to God, you run into so many celebrities. Yeah, you and your baby. family. Yeah. It just in the foot bathroom, like our buddy, uh, our buddy Liam from the Ninth Minute. Uh, he ran into Ray J in Miami at a store. <laughs> Ray J of the famed sex yes, tape. Yes, <laughs> right. It was like he was in middle school. It was like I ran into Ray J. Like, Ray J. I know you from. Uh, Your earphones? Yeah. <laughs> I was a big one four three fan. I like your sister Brandy. Yeah, yeah that's how yeah. I know you, Brandy. Damn, Ray J. How did? Never mind. No, it was in a store in Miami. <laughs> it was a store in Miami. He just—he was—he went to Miami on like a family holiday, and he went to a store. And he saw Ray J there. I would be very concerned that it was not Ray J. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ray know. J, I'm just a guy. That's <laughs> yeah, what Ray J would no, say. No, no, you know the, the Ray J. Yeah, from the yeah. Kim Kardashian movie. Yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah, he was in that one scene of keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> Season one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The first ever the, episode. episode. The origin yeah. movie of keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> you know. The prequel. Yeah. Where they set the Marvel universe out. Yeah, it was the comeback story. The Kardashian cinematic universe. Did you hear that Kanye is in like the Middle East in the desert with yeah. this huge studio oh, and like all these rise. luxury tents and shit? It looks yeah. so cool. Do you know he has a porn addiction? Yeah, he's done a lot of weird stuff. It's okay. Oh, that the weird well, stuff? Well, I heard it was in, like he'd have meetings with like porno on the screen yeah. and stuff. Like Nicki Minaj was would come to uh, uh, screenings, and that's just all he or screenings recordings, and that's all he would have on the screens. That's not wow. cool. No, wow. no, no. Hey, it's, he's getting out his creative. Yeah, pieces. but you can't make uh, you can't play that card. Jesus, no. right? So, oh no. Oh, and he's like, yeah. no, wait, I'm making only religious music. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Is that even legal in the Middle East? Like, wow, yeah, he's got to be in a different money. place I mean, it's now. An area where if you have enough money, you can do whatever you want. Catter. I think so. Because he was before he was in Venice or something, right? He was doing. Yeah, that. he was. And he had like a beautiful Renaissance mansion. He was staying in yeah, and shit. And then him and his wife got in trouble for uh, the little riding the boat wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you had to boats. stay seated during the boat ride. Yeah. Yeah. Cannot. Oh, oh no, she was seated. Oh, he was seated. Also, he, she was more. Yeah. She was more kneeling at the. Time. Yeah, it was funny. They're always wearing the weirdest outfits you'll ever see. But he's so here. smart though with that shit because, like, I remember when the sliders came out and everyone was making fun of him for the sliders. Yeah. But they sold so many sliders. Oh yeah, for sure. And he's got I them ninja them. shoes he makes. Yeah, those are cool. I like them. I remember yeah. when Yeezys first came out, everyone wanted them. I still do. I still like the Yeezys. 
Yep, sounds good. <laughs> no, Yeezys are cool. I, yeah, man, yeah. I, I, I just remember everyone trying to buy like knockoff Yeezys, especially. That's yeah. that was a big thing. Wasn't yeah. he sold for a fuck time? Too much. Yeah, yeah. Too much, yeah. But like Adidas owns the shoe design, so oh, they can keep true. selling. It was shoes always funny. But they have to pay them. And if they were to liquidate oh. all the if they were just to burn all the Yeezys in stock, yeah, it's equivalent to Adidas profit for four years. Oh my god. So they have to figure out what to do with this mountain, and people still want to buy them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So there. I mean, what if you sell but change your name? Well, I was gonna say no. You can't do that, can you legally? Well, he. I think it's like he's got the patent on it, and yeah. like he holds the IP with them. So, but couldn't they also just like sell them all to like StockX or something like that? And just... well, they don't want to. They, they they were like, we could just sell them to pay less shoes, but then we have to pay them out. So if we're going to pay them out, we're going to charge top dollar yeah. for them and recoup all this money. But yeah. then it makes us look like liars. But then they remember the story of how Adidas was formed. And he's actually <laughs> pretty fucking shady. So, well, how was Adidas formed? They, well, they were, I'll put it to you this way. Who needed a lot of shoes in Germany in World War II? Okay. And they made so. a factory <laughs> and they had boots for everybody. And Adidas <laughs> and Puma were born. Huh. Yeah, and Nike kind of somewhat as well. I think they were. But Nike, no. I think no, Nike, Nike was. Oh, like, I thought. Oh, no, Nike was I like Nike's and Nike and Adidas had a connection. I forget who else. Later on, they battled, oh, okay. but Nike yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. around until like the seventies. Yeah, okay, Adidas. Yeah. It's actually not as nefarious as you think. They needed to create like industrial scale clothing and shoes for people. Right. For millions of people, which had never been done before. And then as a result of learning how to make a hundred thousand fucking pairs of boots in an afternoon, <laughs> that became Adidas and Puma. I have uh I'm not really a segment, but just a, a quick little thing that mm-hmm. came to my mind. Mm. Let's talk about former Edmonton like obscure Edmonton Oiler prospects. Okay, okay. I like this show. What about Michelle Reason? Michelle, that's a good one. <laughs> wow, that's a good kick. Thank you. My the first name that came to my mind was Milan Kittner. Yep. Oh that's my god, that's the yeah. deepest cut. <laughs> yeah, please explain. I don't know why I always. Uh, I think it was just like the Y in his name, but I remember growing up and looking at this guy. It was like he kind of looked like a, a knockoff Alexi Mikanov too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I always thought that he was going to be a solid bottom six guy, and then he was. What year was he drafted? Oh, good question. Off the top of my head, I'm going to go 0-2, mm-hmm. but I am going to double check that. But uh, even like guys like Brian Young, too. Yeah. Right, so we're talking about taste. obscure guys that we're aware of or that broke our hearts accidentally. Both. Just whoever comes to your mind. Yanni Rita. Yeah, I loved Yanni. I thought he was going to be really good, yeah. and I was rattled because he'd be in the A, doing it big, coming to the big show, nothing. Anton Lander. Um, how about a certain defenseman from like the mid '90s? One, yeah, I believe you could tell the story here about Nick Stajahar. Oh, Nick Stajahar, <laughs> boy, he hurt my feelings too. That guy, I remember him being first round draft pick, stud defenseman, gonna do everything. Buried in the A, comes up. Hmm? How did it end? Well, yeah, it ends with him on the only shift I remember him playing, coming on the ice, catching a rut, going straight into the boards and breaking his foot. And he was on the ice for like 12 seconds. And that's as far as I remember his wow. story going. You know, it just oh, wasn't meant to be. Daniel Jarkov. How did it end? Was he not the guy who got knocked out in front of Barry Tees? <laughs> Pardon me? Nick Stadjar? <laughs> yeah. Did he? I think wow. so. Is that why his career went to shit? I believe he had concussion issues after that. Was Barry, oh, was Barry no. Tease? Oh, no. It was, it's the old Mid-range. branch. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Back when men were men, though. <laughs> I one time saw uh, Marty McSorley and Barry Tease, and I was in there with a fake ID, yeah. and he walked by me, and I go, you're awesome in Con Air, because it had just come out. And he looked at me and went, uh-huh, and kept walking. I was like, you know what, Marty McSorley? You no. were not awesome in Con Air. I was being nice. You were a pilot. You died immediately, you <laughs> motherfucker. That's Barry Tease. There was a time when I... Camaro exactly was there, but I know La Rock was there. I know Joaquin Gage was there, and there must have had a couple other guys. I just can't remember who it was. Um, but obviously, everybody's around George, mm-hmm. and then the other guys. And he had like Joaquin, like standing in the background, kind of sipping on his cocktail. Walk. I'm the goalie. Yeah, so I was like, I'm, obviously, me being me, I know who the hell he is, right? So I went out and talked to him, and he said he kind of enjoyed the uh, anonymity, if you will. Really? Yeah. And now he's not. Well, yeah, I just kind of say he's still. Who broke your heart, was? In terms of pro, like random prospects, I don't know. If I know right. yours, Mitch Moraz. Yeah, yeah, I thought that guy was going to be the next Ryan Smith for a bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> big yeah, hard nose, uh, hard nose left winger. Yeah, yeah. Who is the? Because uh, usually I like to play this with a bag of milk. Uh, who is the, the the left winger that ended up playing? He was with Team Canada. Curtis Hamilton, no. yeah, Curtis Hamilton. Oh, Curtis Hamilton. He was a world junior. A, yeah, he was supposed yeah. to be a big guy. Yeah, Tyler it, Buns. Relatively, uh, Tyler Buns. Shout out Tyler Buns. <laughs> well loved, well, Tyler Buns. Love Bunsy. <laughs> As a cup champion, though, I'll tell you right now, you're not all going to make it. Okay, you go to your practices, you get your composite sticks. I'll be waiting on the other side for you on the immortality side of the room. You're not all going to join me. Uh, Milan Kitnar. Drafted in 2007, 34 years old, still playing hockey. Still going. Where's he playing these days? Czechia. Yeah. yeah. I wish, uh, wish Bogdan Bog Yakimov had I was a big Bogdan Yakimov <sighs> yeah, boy. Yeah. I'd hope for the guy. Yeah. And now over. in this draft, there's a guy named Yakemchuk. So Tyler Yuremchuk yeah. and Yak. Yakemchuk. Do they know each other? I wonder. I don't know. It's a com- combination of probably cousins somehow. But isn't, no, yeah. isn't he Canadian, though? I think so, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty Ukrainian, sure. Ukrainian, Canadian, probably. What about yeah. that little defense or that little winger that we were uh, drafted when he before he was two before he was old enough? Oh, oh, Tikchev or Vladimir Kachat. Yeah, He was underage, and we tried to pick him. Yeah, this is back to sign back T. This is back with back T. I think we tried to sign him before he was before the draft, like. Mac T, you scoundrel. After something like that. So we, yeah, we had him that way. And then it was determined he was too young. Yep. And then funny then story. lost their fucking mind. Yeah, I remember that. He was going to be the greatest thing. Funny story. He is now the highest paid Russian player or highest paid player in the KHL right now. I posted that Whoa. list on Daily Face Off. And there was so many. It was like an alternate universe. Like I'd never heard of these fucking <laughs> players from yeah. Canada. And there's, so, yeah, yeah, but there's some guys in Russia that should be getting like paid. Yeah, I don't know if Datsuk's still playing or Kovalchuk's still playing. Slava yeah. Voinov's still playing. Yeah, that dude is up until his off ice antics. He on ice, he was good. He was a really good defenseman. Yeah. Um, Brad, yeah, Chashev did actually sign an entry level contract with the Oilers. Yes, he did. He did afterwards, and then he ended up going somewhere else too. Uh, the, Los up, Angeles. No, the update was uh, the. The deal has been ruled ineligible by the NHL. Yes. Written by Jonathan Willis on OilersNation.com nine and, years ago. Ah, then, we were on it then. We're on it now. <laughs> and then he signed or got traded to. I think he signed with the LA Kings. Yeah, I think so, probably. Yeah. Just yeah. Didn't but I don't, think, I don't think he ever came, actually came for the NHL. No, I think no, like two or three no, games, actually, maybe. Maybe a little bit I, recently, but obviously didn't pan out. I remember there was a guy we drafted one year, Jason Sewells. Remember that guy? 
And he's like, oh, I don't want to play in the us. NHL. And they're like, we'll use a first round pick on you. You'll play. No. And he's like, I don't want to. And he didn't. And we picked him. Where is he from? He had a score hockey Ontario, guard. I think. Yeah, and he didn't want to play in the NHL? No. Nope. What did he become? A doctor? A firefighter. Oh, okay. uh, of course. Of course. It's all but why would you enter the draft then? Why? Maybe a, na- a nagging injury. Maybe he didn't enjoy it. But whatever. We were like, yeah, you'll. And I think they sent him his signing bonus. Too. Oh, my. <laughs> in those God. days, it was a cup ring but you know whatever. oh another prospect greg chase i i remember greg chase because it's funny because his brother was on the radio right here in town i don't know really? wasn't it kelly chase's brother funny enough i, I have a friend named kelly chase would be like his fucking uncle yeah. we have a friend named greg chafe but yeah. with an f instead of an s yeah. very interesting i'm like oh holy shit greg is chase he like, related I don't know. greg chase is yeah he'd be he'd be uh, Somewhere around mid, yeah, around like Waz's age. Yeah, he was around McDavid. Kelly Chase. I think it was like actually in McDavid's 60. draft. I had a panic attack on air during real life today when I thought I was the same age as the new Oilers coach, but thankfully he's four years older than I am. What the <laughs> fuck? Because they're showing photos of his life, and he played for the Golden Bears yeah. team. A boy played on when they all dyed their hair yellow. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, he played with toots. That makes him our age. But thankfully, he was like an old ass vet. <laughs> yeah, but Woodcroft would have been younger, no. I think I, I think so. Yeah, well, yeah, he is. I would have assumed so at this point. I well, Woodcroft though didn't make me feel like this coach looks yeah, like an you old. Have, dude. You have like a one degree of separation when if he's playing with your homie, that's gonna hurt a it, little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it was funny when they hired him and was like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, and I know. I actually... sent out. I did send out an immediate tweet because it was like ten o'clock, and I had a tough night going to bed at ten a.m. or four a.m. in the early morning. Damn. And I I wake up and all. The first name I hear is Chris Knobloch. Like, I'm going to remember the 2014. <laughs> of the Erie Otters. otters? Yeah, like, <laughs> you so sit I up in bed. The, the Snoop Dogg tweet going, who? And then I'll first tweet back is just casual. I'm like, shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. I just had 14 Bud Light Limes the night before. <laughs> Give me a break. I know that feeling. I was not expecting Tyler to get the. Uh, we got a, yeah. a text message while I'm like laying in bed still with Tyler. Well, Ooh la la! It's funny. Mm. So, yeah, him and B. I'm like the shirt. Before Woodcock got fired, like, is it gonna be Gallant? Is it gonna be Bruce Boudreau? What about uh? What's the guy from Chicago's name? Wasn't Joe- Bruce Boudreau at Cactus Club? No, Come Bruce Boudreau was at Joey Bell Tower. Oh. I was told. Mm. Yes. Oh, that, yes. No. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's last Saturday. Wednesday. Yeah, he was in town. Uh, so listen, that's what I was told. <laughs> okay. I, with my own eyes, did not see him, okay, obviously. So I'm trusting the people that told me. Look, I can't see oh, everything with my own eyes. What I need is rumor, speculation, and conjecture. <laughs> and I will follow all three. Okay, he was definitely here. Then. Bruce Boudreaux was this close to being signed to the Oilers. I, I would coach. like to have him with the organization in some capacity. Jay Woodcroft is 47 years of age. <laughs> you know who has a cup ring? Jay Woodcroft. With that's the, right. With Troy as a video coach. Shimon? Yeah. He does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't wearing it on the bench. What a bitch. <laughs> I guess he probably has something in a vault. Yeah. Like, I got to win one, one on my own. Got to earn one. Yeah, when you have, once you have two, then you can start wearing it on yeah, the bench. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Keep one on the Can't wear one? No, no. You have to have two rings before you can wear one on the... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like league rule. Then you get to the point where you just like... Put one on the front of your car, like the uh, <laughs> the front Rolls of your Royce logo. I if like- I ever lose my eye, God forbid, I will have a new eye made, and that's my retina. <laughs> Damn, why you got that diamond eye? You know I do. That's all I'll talk. <laughs> they should just make race. it into the eye. They're, they're yeah. a very North American thing, not really European. Eyeballs. <laughs> championship rings ah. depends where you go yeah like <laughs> oh you want a footy banner what do you yeah, everybody yeah. get like a banner that says number one they, they get a scarf soccer scarves 
they don't even do banners in soccer. Uh, Who do they get? I, they they must get something. Medals to hand out medals, like a hundred thousand dollar diamond encrusted ring is so NFL baller. I yeah. love it. Yeah, no, they do get medals. I think the, the Dutch uh, coach in 2010 just threw his medal in the trash after getting psyched for place. That's dope. He's like, fuck this. Yeah, so did Leas Anderson, and it ruined his North American career. So. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no problem with those guys at all. No. No problem. We don't, don't know him. No, no. If you get all bummed <laughs> out, and you're like, you just lost. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're second place. Here's yeah. your, your, I don't want your medal. You don't medal. want a consolation prize. Yeah, no, I don't want that. Yeah, but thank uh, you, thank for, you. How about for, to play devil's advocate? I am on your side for the record, but for a World Cup where you have to play not it, real, you don't actually have to play thirty-six teams, but you're cutting down from thirty-six teams to go and finish second against Spain and and mm-hmm. you played Portugal and Argentina. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Right, so if you're like uh, England for this for whatever, yeah. You not happy? Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're the old uh, if you're the guys in red and white from Canada, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. doing handstands. Yeah, you're getting a parade probably. Oh, yeah, My exactly. grandma told me a long time ago because I always throw stuff out. I don't like having stuff around. I just throw it all the garbage because I think it's like guys tend generally hoard shit so like not me i'm going the other way yeah. and my grandma said just be careful when you throw stuff out because it triggers memories mm-hmm. yeah. and then down the road if you have a lot of memories in your life and you don't necessarily remember every second of your life because you're not a rain man looking at stuff like mementos will trigger it so like if you won yeah. silver medal at the concaf games or some shit <laughs> yeah. hold on to it because one day you'll be 80 and that'll be your only memory yeah, 100%. there's reasons why I keep certain video game cases because I know those have a lot of deep rooted memories in them. Yeah, we, uh, my girlfriend and I just came back from LA, as you know, but we went to a concert. And everywhere you go, not everywhere you go, but most of the events that you go to, if you're going to be drinking, you have to show your ID, obviously, but then they give you a wristband. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have to do it again, I guess, for the rest of the night or whatever but uh yeah we got one of our wristbands for the concert and just like ripped it off whatever and while we were packing it was like on the floor of our bedroom and i just tossed it in there now when we got home it just says the fonda 80 or 21 plus Hmm. that's cool to have a forever box right i have a box of garbage like that yeah i got a stack of like programs yeah yeah oh i love keeping programs i keep tickets stuff yeah Yeah. so i've got like the gret the last gretzky sorry not the last gretzky but the the game they took gretzky around in the truck Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we bought the 21 game pack or something like that just for that game so i was there i got that probably a bunch of whole a bunch of uh retirement game i've got a picture with grant fear the night he retired don't even get Oh, the last night of Rexall. I thought you were going to bring that up. Our right, only, yeah, yeah. our only shared beef, Rick and I have, yeah, got the... knowing each other since 2008, was that I couldn't get into the end of Rexall, despite Gregor, Gregor who normally hooks it up. It. He's like, "What party?" I'm like, "Oh my god, what party?" And then Rick's in there taking a photo of Freddie Brathwaite. Yeah, oh, I'm like, "Rick," but I don't hate on you. I hate myself. Yeah, the lanyard that you got, the lanyard they gave us. I'd have to go take a look at who's all signed it, but yeah, I got a bunch of. That's the one party I wish I went to. It was yeah, the it was, closing of Rexall Place. It was the last awesome. beer. Yeah, it was oh, the last Rexall beer. I remember I mine. I chugged it nonstop. I'm like, down a hatch, bitches. <laughs> there were other reasons to go afterwards, right? Concerts and whatever. But that was yes. my last time. And I said, yeah, yeah, I only matters. Too. I don't need to go again. I went. I went well, Patty Maroon, a, 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 maybe a glass of wine or something like that. He went, walked up to the bar. He's like, yeah, I'll get this and this. And he, cool. This is what your tab is. And he's, we don't get like an open tab. Patrick, no, no sir. 
Patty, I got you. Out of boy, yeah. that's a gangster play. That's big time. You know what else I keep in my forever box, Rick? All the condoms I didn't wear. That's for <laughs> sailors and Frenchmen. I'm hitting it old school, Brad. Holla the player. Speaking of which, Oodle Noodle ad? <laughs> Will do. Are you riddled with venereal disease? <laughs> Oodle Noodle has over 17 locations to serve you throughout Alberta, mostly northern Alberta, one in Airdrie, two in Edmonton? OodleNoodle.ca or Calgary. OodleNoodle.ca. Keep your noodle fresh. Yeah. Yeah, oh, let's use that. That works. So let's use that. There's a noodle duel by my house, Tamarack. Oh, there you go. What's yeah. your best video game cover? Oh, I have one that oh. nobody has. Okay, first of all, you give me yours. Oh, I'm gonna say it's about 2015. It's uh EA Sports, it's NHL. Hmm. Front cover signed. Oh wow. Justin Schultz. No, yeah, he was on the cover of. No, here's the thing. It was the so basically back. Was it 2012? Or I don't. know. Anyways, wanna, yeah. EB you Games had a midnight release, and they would have Jordan Eberle or Justin Schultz have like special edition covers if you went to the midnight release. Cool. Here in Edmonton, it was Kingsway Mall. I never went because I'm a Southside guy. My mom doesn't want to drive that yeah, far. That's crazy, yeah. but continue. Yeah, and basically, yeah, midnight release. Jordan Eberle would be signing autographs at like 12 a.m. It's like, hello, here's your child game. Well, hold, well, I get that. However. A gentleman. He actually came to yes. we we uh we promoted it through the bar. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so yeah, it was yeah. us plus right, the Calgary yeah. bar, and yeah. I believe he played. And it was shaky Wi-Fi back then. Yeah, shaky Wi-Fi. I bet he was playing against. I want to say Giordano. So Gio was at the Pine Calgary. Schultz is at my bar. They were playing each other. Hmm. Uh, that was like the promotion. Over the thing. Wi-Fi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wi-Fi, not great. Probably not. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not really our specialty. Um, but yeah, no. The, so yeah, I was like, well, I got to get one of those. And I, so I got a Justin Schultz cover signed. That's cool. Yeah, right? I mean, mine's like Halo 3. <laughs> <laughs> Modern Warfare 2. Well, I'm pretty the sure OG that you weren't be able to come up with something that original. No, so no. I, like, I just oh, wanted to go Halo, first. You're one like, of the classic games. Because like, a lot of people refer like 2008 to 2015 like, as a golden era of video games, right? So it's, I don't know. That's when gaming was at the peak. I have a question for you, Rick. Online yes. gaming, to be honest. I went past your uh, place recently enough. Right. A couple weeks ago. Okay. Why are the TVs still outside? Oh, they're not anymore. So they were just uh, okay. the well. I mean, the ones on the building may still be attached. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Was the extension still on the patio? No, no, it was oh, just. Oh yeah, the well, ones. that's we're pretty good at doing things. Yeah, uh, we're really good at doing like 85 percent of the job. That's the hardest <laughs> part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, we've uh, we leave them out there as you know. You're waiting in line. You can see by the end of the UFC. Can they still work? Do they still work with the oh, weather? They're winterized oh, TVs, right? Ah, uh, yeah, they're weatherized how they've gone through the winter because we've been like oops yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> come on now yeah. and uh yeah so like when we go turn them on in the springtime they don't turn on so well but ah, okay mm-hmm. uh the, the boxes are definitely about three to four times more expensive than the television itself so we don't really worry too much about the tvs that's fair that's fair that was my question yeah the boxes were like <laughs> back when we bought them i think they're like 1200 bucks each american Jeez. and that keeps the tvs warm or why are they just prevented theft? Uh, weather, yeah, they keeps like the wind and the rain and mm-hmm. everything out. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not cats and the cradles and the silver spoon. People jumping off the building. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that might happen down in Edmonton. Uh, well, no, I've seen a uh, a fifteen pound weight fall off someone's balcony. No, luckily it was raining, 
So nobody's on the patio. Jesus. No idea where it came from, obviously. <laughs> it's uh, a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, yeah, Dude, it it's not that it's not that one uh picnic table board. Like no one's wow. but there's like crazy shit that's happened there. I'll tell a pine story, Rick won't tell. Go. It wasn't <laughs> in the pine, but it was the building next to the pine. Right. That has like the cannabis store on the main floor it's like yeah. the circular building yes. so for those yeah. yeah we're referring to like the building with i'm talking weekend at bernie shit remember that story the guy in the wheelchair getting dragged it yeah what the fuck? so some poor soul in that building passes away and the shady people he's with put him in a wheelchair and dragged him down the street behind the truck on a hitch in the middle of the night. He's in the chair and the cops pull them over and are like, what the fuck is going on here? Right? Yeah. So we've had, uh, we've had, that's not pint business. It's just yeah, near I the mean, pint. We, yeah. What else? Did, oh, the, uh, that U-Haul drive, that U-Haul truck thing. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, that what? was so okay, so we go back along. Well, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, nine years, whatever it was. It was the like the quote unquote terrorist act that we had in Edmonton. Oh so yeah, the dude who like got in an argument yes. with the cop outside of the Elks game. I think he may have stabbed him or like oh, yeah. didn't kill him or anything yeah. like that. But yeah. they had to wrestle, whatever. Yeah. He got away, disappears. Um, yeah, obviously they can't find him. He steals a U-Haul van or U-Haul truck or whatever. And uh, the stealer was it his? I don't know. I don't even know. I just remember like, I had a buddy who was at the game. He's telling me about this. Like, oh, crazy. I'd never even heard of it. Look at Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Standing outside. Um, yeah, our patio, the main whatever, is kind of, kind of a diamond shape. Um, I'm standing there, and I'm watching, and it, 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 it happens, and it happens fast. You don't really know it. So, but when you look back, you're like, okay, this truck was going too fast. It's making this right-hand turn. Into the alley the wrong way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a thousand cars go the wrong way in there. But he's cooking. I'm like, think about it. Like, you're going way too yeah. fast. Big it's lineup like, of people at the pine when this no, happened. Luckily, no. that night, it was like the only reason why this was not like absolutely horrific yeah. is because it was kind of slow and there were not a lot of people there. I mean, if it was, there was sometimes 200 people could have been. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'd, be yeah. in a, I'd be in a padded room still after yeah. watching that. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he comes down, he whips. Uh, yeah, he whips down that alley. No, Holy I see shit. one guy at the corner. He drops. <gasps> so I come off the stairs. Obviously, this guy's flying. Um, and then like lights and lights and lights and lights. And yeah. these cop cars are chasing him. What's going on? I go check on the first guy. He actually got up. So I'm like, oh, yeah. uh, but the at the other end, uh, yeah, there's a dude laying there. So we go lights out. Um, okay, so I'm like yelling to my other manager there, go get so and so because she's like a third year nurse. I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do? Yeah. Go get her, yeah. you know, cover her bar spot, you know, let's put people in the right positions here to succeed. Yeah. So she comes out, and it, luckily, this guy was fine. She's like, <sighs> Was he okay? Yeah, because he flew like a long ass distance, right? Wow. Yeah, so I mean, there's yeah, we have one camera back there, it didn't really show anything. So I actually end up going to like I'm in I go to court for this. I'm a little like a, a witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm talking like Canada's version of the FBI. They're showing me pictures like is this the bar? Is this the bar? Yeah. And like these are clear clear wow. photos from an angle where there's not a building, there's no it's a camera. Like this is this is coming from the stars, man. Like I don't no. know where they come from, but they're showing and it's you can literally if they you know those concrete barricades if it said 301 on it, you would have been able to read 301. Oh, we can from wow. space. Yeah, yeah, so we have yeah. a big emblem on the front door. You can like read that open, you know, Monday to Sunday back then. Holy shit. I Hi, went, like the highest quality images you'll ever see. 
Yeah. So then I go wow. in and do all the like the pre-trial stuff, right? So like I I actually I'm the one who like pulled all our video. So I gave it to them. They're like, oh, have you seen this? Oh, yeah, no, I did all that. Blah, 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 blah. Now I want to like, we have it all, don't yeah, worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen we it? also have the contents yeah, of your we phone, Rick. Sure you've seen all this. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, we know no. what you Google at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm what did one, I do? I'm just to make sure you were yeah, I'm the one who pulled all the footage. So yeah, no, I know all this. And we're doing the pre-trial stuff, I guess you have to do. And but I'm on the stand. They're like, Do you know this photo? I'm like, okay, well, I know where that photo's from 100 percent Yes. However, have I seen the video? No. So we're okay, we'll watch the video. Yeah, no, I know where it's from. So then you see, and it's really weird. So they have that one slowing down. So the the white of the front end of the UL as it comes flying through, but a fraction of a second, obviously, before that is like a gray jacket doing like a like a horizontal fly. Like so he got hit. Don't know where exactly in the length of the building, but he got hit and he's like, I don't know if he's flying off of it or bouncing. I don't know what the hell it was, but yeah, you see like this dude doing a Superman fly an instant second ahead of the U-Haul. Yeah. And oh, the U-Haul man. went and hit, hit two more people before he flipped himself. Nobody, like nobody, I, maybe our guy spent mm-hmm. a day or two in the hospital. Nobody dies. Nobody ever. He kept flying. driving too, right? Oh yeah. He goes down, hits two more people and then flips it in front of Metro. The old no, oh, I remember really. that. Yeah, and now this would have gotten like worldwide attention. Uh, he, he had like an ISIS flag or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this would have got uh, a lot more attention, except for so this happened Saturday night, and then Sunday was actually the Las Vegas shooter. Oh wow! Oh, so like wow. I, yeah, so I this one actually bothered me for a bit. I did actually sleep that night, so I'm like flipping around. And we Edmonton was on the CNN ticker. So this is how it affects me. The most important part of the story. <laughs> well, it's your podcast. I wake up in the morning with a gal, you know, no condom. <laughs> I look on my it's iPad. My box. The le- the landing page of CNN.com says Edmonton mayor to address terrorist attack. Yeah. And then it has a photo of the pint on 109th Street. <laughs> Everything was. Like- I splotched in my later hose in that day, my friends, because <laughs> it was as scary a headline. My immediate thought is like, Rick, <laughs> all the photos, all the photos had us in the background oh, yeah man i remember yeah. i could see you yeah. in the photo <laughs> quinn was working i don't remember quinn who was working for at the time but she called me like quarter after one and i'm like hey can i get so yeah but i think i talked to her um wow. yeah it was, what uh, a headline man my blood went cold as ice yeah that, that's probably top two craziness what? What's number one? Oh, it's definitely not one. <gasps> one. One got replaced a couple of years ago. What happened? I think I know the story. So this would have been the second Saturday of Stampede. Um, oh, Lord. Oh. This would probably be... So the one that just passed, I think, was second year. Um, so it's Saturday night again. Um, shoot. A little after midnight, I think. Whoa. Oh, oh. Uh, that wasn't me this time. <laughs> And so, yeah, the patio's packed. We're, yeah, there's a billion people. There's probably 200 people on the, uh, 100 and something people on the patio, right? And uh, so it's fully packed. But it, long story short, there's a guy who's walking uh, eastbound across the 109th. So he's walking from essentially Love Pizza towards me. Uh, he's a little cocky. He's not drunk. I've had to watch our video. We didn't serve him a thing, actually. But yeah, he's walking across the street. He kind of flips the southbound traffic of the bird a bit. Keeps walking. Hits the meridian. Keeps walking. About second step. Um, northbound traffic. Caught him. <laughs> oh. 
he goes, uh, and again, this was, this happened, bang, bang, bang. I'm standing right near the front door, my doorman on the other side of the door, and I, and everything happens like really quickly again. Mm-hmm. So I hear like a bang. I see my doorman start going towards the sidewalk, um, assuming a fight, something like that. I really don't know. It's just kind of what you'd expect. Yeah. Go down the stairs. Everyone's looking northbound on 109th Street. So I go look down like directly north, but they're kind of looking a little bit to the left. So I look and bang, the dude's on the street. Uh, get out there. Pretty visual. I remember that one. And yeah, that dude unfortunately did not. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was dude. A... That could have happened. In oh, a, that could have happened in an shit. operating room with the best doctors around, and they weren't going to be able to do anything. For wow. Yeah. So yeah, no, just uh, just doing whatever. Dark podcast. Doing whatever, and uh, yeah, I mean, That's so uh, watching up. people walk across the street now is uh, yeah, it's a different turns the stomach a little bit. My um, uh, not as crazy, but my neighbor a couple of years ago got swatted. Yeah, I remember that. So that was, like, that was, was it though? Was it the same one who stole your food too? A different neighbor, but same house. Yes, fuckers. But that's the thing. People like do this to people. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if this, this this guy was actually had a wellness check uh, called upon him, and oh. I just remember this one one day I met my buddy go to Tim Hortons. I always walk, and I walk down my front. <laughs> I walk up my front steps. I see a cop down the back alley. I'm like, oh, interesting. What's he looking for? He's got like a thing. He's like, looking. I turn to my left, and I see like I'm walking up the sidewalk. And then to the right of my uh, shoulder, like I see like a bunch of guys with like ARs packing. To, like they're just walking down my sidewalk. I'm walking past them, and I'm like, "Did did I get swatted? Is, is my mom about to get swatted?" Because like I was kind of a Twitch streamer at the time. Well, I was a streamer, baby. <laughs> so I, I thought my mom was about to get swatted, and she's home alone. I'm like, "Oh my god!" But no, instead it was my neighbor, and it was it was just weird to see all these. <laughs> Wasn't my mom getting swatted? My neighbor had a cache of firearms. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't know what's happening. I think he like. He had somebody hostage or something. What? But I don't know. Nothing actually ended up bad. They brought like a, the 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 tank, like the the to break down <laughs> yeah. the. It was wild. This guy's like, I've seen this map on Call of Duty. Yeah, I have. I was <laughs> like, what is going on? This is a this is a very quiet neighborhood. Aside from the time the guy got murdered and house was set on fire i was at uh, south by southwest <laughs> i was a, a roadie for a mexican rock band story for a different podcast <laughs> excellent time in my life we go to south by southwest i'm putting things on the stage i'm setting up standard roadie protocol then i would go into the crowd and watch the show and you have to imagine a bar with an outdoor patio but probably a 10 foot concrete wall so it's more like a courtyard right mm-hmm. and it's on the white ave of austin during south by southwest right we're there, we're grooving, everything's cool, our show's about to happen, and a guy just walks out on stage and takes the mic from the singer performing. I'm like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> and just goes, everybody stay inside, do not leave the courtroom. And like the drummer's like, and the bass is like, and just stops, and I'm like, what the fuck? No one's allowed to leave. And then he gets the Everybody get out. Everybody get out of here right now. And then some lady immediately screams, which is always helpful in a situation. Like <laughs> you should that. always oh yeah, do that exactly to a crowd, right? This yeah. is going to help things. So then I'm like, the mud howlers. This is my band. I'm like, we've got to protect the mud howlers. I don't know what's going on. So I go and stand beside them helpfully. And we walk out the door. And some fucking guy had been drinking all day long, had been turned down for a record deal drinking all day long in a rental car came through the police barricade and drove along the side of the bar hitting everybody in line no everybody 
Wow. Like apparently his tires were beside the wall and he just went all the way along and people were so nobody leave. Everybody leave. We go outside. And when I tell you that 30 people were lying on the ground in various stages of injury, like it was absolute. It was like it had a bomb gone off. It was at like society. There was no law and order. It was fucking chaos. And we come out and there's people like wrapping people's arms as shit. People are like screaming at some like it was fucked up. We went and had tacos. <laughs> what else are you supposed to do, Brett? It was bad news for all these poor folks. After that, I'm hungry. I've been roadieing all day. Maria tacos. I've been roadieing all day. This was just another huge problem for me in an already problem filled roadie day. (laughs) But when you see crazy shit like that, you can understand how there are times where people see shit they should not see. No. And then they can't get out of their head. Yeah. Because I was fucked. I get one thing that annoys me is people that can't like control themselves during these situations. Like they just scream and shit? Yeah, just screaming. Like, but have you ever been so not doing anything? Froze? Have you ever like temporarily lost like what to do? I think I so, think probably so. once or twice, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah no, You're think pretty calm, dude. He's kind of walk towards whatever and you figure it out. Yeah, I've seen most of it on the internet anyways. Well, I, I mean, I used to work at the soccer center and from time to time, so when like one kid had a seizure on a field or something shit. from playing goalie and like it's wild. Oh, I, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I've seen weird stuff on the inside of the bar too. So yeah, it's, yeah, for sure, no yeah, doubt. I'm sure you've probably seen it all, haven't you? Uh, not all of it, but a good chunk of it. Do you remember when Josh Brown thought that the light standard inside the pint was re- mounted to the floor and just spun around, and the whole thing fell on the ground? What? Josh that Brown, the craziest day of your life? No, Josh Brown, former, former nation uh, here. Oh. resident of Wanye Man. Yeah, former nation citizen. Ah. We're at the pint. He's like, check this out. He goes to do like whoa, the singing whoa, in the rain. Whoa, whoa. Do you call him former nation citizen? Well, he's still a nation citizen. Yeah, okay, I thought you said former nation citizen. Oh, okay. I was like, no. hold on a second. Eh? He, he worked here. Yes. He lives in Brisbane. Yes. He would still oh, work yeah. here, but he had children, unfortunately. Well, fortunately for him yeah. and the children, I suppose. But yeah, we thought it was mounted to the floor. And so he went up to do a singing in the rain type dance, <laughs> spin around it, and nothing's mounted to nothing. Oh, no, <laughs> and that's... it crashed on the floor. And everybody's like, ah! And same, same lady from Austin screams. I'm like, how'd you get up here, man? <laughs> He's definitely not the first or only person to do that. Mount that to the floor. Mm-hmm. It might be not. I don't know. Perverts. Us drunks are trying to dance and swing around. I was thinking of the wrong color. I was thinking of Josh Green. Oh, yeah. Josh no. Green. Speaking of obscure oh, withers. I just actually sent Josh Brown every single piece of nation gear we make and two hats without telling anybody because I was worried that we weren't going to have any inventory anymore. <laughs> so that's that one day I went through the inventory before we switched. I sent him one of everything. So he was still wearing like, we're going to draft Taylor Hall shirt. You'll see. <laughs> like, we got to update you. Oh, that weird, that weird brown pyramid shirt. Oh, yeah. You got one of those. That is a weird, weird shirt. Well, anyways, kids, that's the story of Wanya's world this week. We're cup champions. At least we have the ring. We've all seen some shit we shouldn't have seen. Oh, yes, for sure. Waz is here. Thank God. Brett's here. Rick's here. I'm here. Wanya's world. We'll see you next week.